That's all right. That's okay. I'll pitch a loop another day, another day, another dollar. My name is Jack from uh into the woods. Do 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 I don't know any into the woods songs. But it isn't my fault. I was did those beans. I was I was the baker in Into the Woods. Was I singing an Into the Woods song? You Nobody. said I am Jack from Into the Woods. Literally yeah, just but, oh. but I, that's just because it sound, what, what I was singing sounded oh. like it could, could have been. be Into the Woods. Could have been. Could um, have. I saw the movie, but I don't think I've ever seen this, uh, even a one-act version. Well, not even a one-act version. Movie ain't horrible. No, it was good. It was a good movie musical. I feel like it stuck very true to the source material. Sure. Is it worth seeing if you like the musical? Maybe we can do a double feature Les Mis into the woods. That's good. That's good. We'll watch the first act of Les Mis and then the first act of Into the Woods and then oh, okay. the second act there you go. of Les Mis and the second act of Into the I Woods. I like that that breakage. Yeah. And you'll be included. Listener. Listener. <laughs> oh, there's a listener here? Oh my God. Welcome to It's Not That Scary. That's wow. what we call an organic opening. That's what we call an <laughs> orgasmic opening. A warm Thank you. opening, a lukewarm opening. Yes. Yes. Um, it's it's not that scary. Your favorite three horror movie buff bros are at it again. And one gal. And one and gal. Three three buff bros and one gal. Yeah. So there are four yes. of us. Yeah. The fourth person we never let speak. His no. name is Enrique. Yeah, Enrique. He just Enrique. sort of sits in the corner. Um, he's always asking if he can get on mic, but we don't let him. Yeah. He's in Ethan's loud. apartment. Yeah, Ethan's apartment. In a cage, yes. right? Yes. Ethan, where's Callan? Callan's in the other cage in the other room. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ethan has a, f- a few cage rooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We're sassy. In the third cage, in the third room. <laughs> yes. No, no. Yes. She Sassy would never be cage. caged. Yeah. yeah no, true. yeah, it's true. It's Sassy's true. the dom in, in, the, in absolute, the house hierarchy. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Should I draw a diagram? Yeah, you, you should for the Instagram. Yes. Yeah. A graph. Yeah. The social hierarchy of Ethan's apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode one of season two, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome, welcome to season two um a new chapter same bullshit <laughs> yeah yeah We're yeah still in 1960 yeah too. still in 1960 mm-hmm. against also. our demands why did yeah. we do that well, um because whoa, whoa. ethan insisted we watch another movie from 1960 after let me just say after watching peeping tom which i think also, as we all know <laughs> also ethan i you know didn't want to call you out for this but it was Jaden's turn oh you i went yeah and Jaden goes after me. Wow. wow. So not Ooh. only. <laughs> I'll not skip only. a turn. I'll, I'll fucking skip a turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel genuinely bad about this week. I, I was like, let's watch this movie Black Black Sunday. They, they burn a witch. And Jaden and Margo were like, no, <laughs> let's, we got to move on. We're so yeah. close. We're edging in the, into good movie territory. And I was like, this could be good. This could be good. And in fact, I got like IRL frustrated about it. I was like, we're going to watch this movie. I want to see it. And then it turned out to be not quite Martin Scorsese. Maybe no, I would say better than Martin Scorsese. Yeah, this was mid-tier for me. Yeah, but it was not good. I feel bad. I feel bad. Here's a public <laughs> apology. I'm sorry. Thank you. It's it's okay. It's okay. We, you know, this, this movie, or sorry, excuse me, this podcast has the ability to snake any one of us at any time. Yeah. Jaden and I got snaked so hard. Several times. We went to Chili's recently, the dining establishment Chili's. Chili's. Ethan's former employer, Chili's. What's Chili's motto? Uh, Chili's. I want neighborhood. I don't think that's that Applebee's. Apple, not your, Apple. your family, that's Olive Garden. TGIF Fridays is thank God it's Friday. Yeah, yeah. they don't need a chili slogan. Uh, I don't think they had a slogan. They oh, had it's just a, welcome to Chili's. Hi, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Chili's. Wow, amazing. RIP. Yeah, RIP. What is Chili's purpose statement, though? Our mission is to deliver fresh texts and fresh Mex flavors like no place else. Our passion is making people feel special. We want you to leave Chili's feeling better than when you came in. What a weird way to phrase that. Deliver fresh texts and fresh Mex instead of just saying (laughs) Tex-Mex. Yeah. Well, it's not really Tex-Mex. It's like 
very much like Texan food, which I guess is Mexican food. It's Texan food. And then they also have like an enchilada on one page. Yeah. But that's like still very American. Tortilla chip salad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Margo got with shrimp. It was a Southwest Caesar salad. That's crazy. That's crazy. The way the things that people put on their brochures about like their company statement. Yeah. When I worked at when I worked at Starbucks, I literally had to learn. And I forget it a little bit, but I literally had to learn verbatim. It was like, "We are changing the world one one cup, oh, I remember. one community, one city at a time." And the managers were like sincere, like they really believed that. So scary. It was Applebee's weird. slogan is "Eating good in the neighborhood." Oh, okay, okay. So that's pretty good. Okay. Cracker Barrel is "Eat shop relax." <laughs> Denny's is America's diner is always open. Yeah. Bob Evans is come shit here. (laughs) Red Lobster slogan is Red Lobster for the seafood lover in you. In you. Y'all know legal seafood? No, man. Yeah. I know legal seafood. If it ain't fresh, it ain't legal. Nice. That's a good good. That's good law advice, too, just generally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dairy Queen slogan is happy tastes good mm. Outback slogan is have a good time with Outback Steakhouse <laughs> what is Waffle House um fucking eat here have Waffle a good time here. at the have order a waffle here at the Waffle House at the Waffle House enjoy it because Ethan, that's have you ever even had Waffle House no I've never had Denny oh! Oh! <laughs> oh my god I haven't had Waffle House in like is good i haven't had waffle house since you took me the one time oh my god i I try not to think about it because like it's really sad that i haven't had it in so long (sighs) what's so good about it waffle (laughs) um it's like really really cheap and you get a fuck ton of food and it's more i would say it's more about the The vibes vibes yeah Yeah. cheesecake factory yeah, yeah, but yeah. like opposite direction. Opposite direction, absolutely. Okay, opposite. Yeah, okay. Instead of extreme decadence, it's like um you're in a bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're in a bus stop. And like there's always a jukebox in there and people are always using it. Is the John Mulaney RIP bit from the wall? Did you not hear he died, house? Ethan? He no, he's yeah. just he's just canceled. Stop. No, but he's not, not really. He's not he's really an alcoholic. No, no. Heard. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's so much more, and I really. I'm sorry. Is this real? Not good vibes. It's really. I can get into this. It's. I'm fine talking about it, but it, it might. Whatever. Okay. So, John Mulaney, as we know, is an addict. That's totally fine. He was dating or married to Anne Marie, and they had their dog Petunia, who. <laughs> we all loved normal so far and Anna Marie like posted like my path of motherhood was chosen like for me implying that John Mulaney didn't want to have kids and he just like wanted to have his dog and so she was with him for like years of sobriety he relapsed twice I think in 2019 and 2020 she stuck with him through that and then they got divorced after he um left treatment that was like set up for him after this like incredibly star-studded intervention and then he starts dating olivia munn who's an actress who also might have had a relationship to katie c musgraves's ex-husband and they just got divorced and she wrote a whole album about it anyway back to john mulaney and olivia munn so now she's pregnant he hasn't even been in recovery for a year yet which is just like not typically what like na and aa advise they're typically like hey don't make big life decisions when you're only a year into sobriety so his ex-wife or they're not even divorced yet his wife who he's not separated from like stuck with him through all of that like didn't have kids whatever and then like nine months after they break up olivia munn is pregnant with John Mulaney's baby and they're together now. And that's just like, like douche vibes, like bad vibes, bad vibes, which would be like, whatever. If John Mulaney hadn't built his entire career on being like a America's dapper, sweetheart. yeah, America's yeah, sweetheart. So it's just like really, really yucky. Yeah, sure. 
So that's why RIP John Mulaney. Okay. But was his Wexley Pussycat bit? Yeah, he's dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was that in a Waffle House? Uh, I don't, I don't uh, remember. remember. Well, anyway, there's always a jukebox in Waffle House and people are always using it. And it's really just, and you can see all the cooks. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll go to yeah. Waffle House. Is Waffle House where that famous vine was where they're having a fight in the kitchen? Can I get a waffle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I please get a waffle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there are so- no Waffle Houses. Nor- There's like not very many Waffle Houses north of the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, we got Dunkin' Donut. Yeah, yeah. that's what you got. Anyways, um, we watched a movie this yeah. week, um, Black Sunday. What Ethan was talking about—the one that he fucked us on. Hey. So, Ethan, why don't you why don't you just give us a short tale of what Black Sunday was like for for all our listeners who don't have to sit through it? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Black Sunday is a a spectacular film that. <laughs> Uh, is about a woman who is convicted of being a witch way back in the day. So they burn her alive and shove spikes in her face. And then generations later... Okay, the spikes in her face, it's a like death mask that yeah. they put on them. And then it has like spikes a la Iron Maiden. And then while they're still living, some executioner hammers the death mask into their faces yeah this is first scene in the movie yeah it's pretty amazing when she gets the mask hammered into the face they even have like blood spurt out of the eye holes and the nose Mm. the nostrils i really enjoyed that and then um the rest of the movie is just sort of her coming back to haunt people 200 years later but like severely haunting the tone not really haunting anybody in a threatening way just to just kind of stands around and is like it's like Mm -hmm. almost a harry potter drama where it's like they want to get back to life and they have to use it's like very like they're just not haunting for the fun of it you know it's for it's for an end goal which i feel like always takes away from any horrors because it's like they're just hustling you know yeah yeah the the whole like uh time throughout the movie she's trying to become alive again um so like her corpse um starts to come alive when blood uh drips on it um so then she has to like drain the life force from like living people um so she can become alive it's very hellraiser yeah the a little bit a little bit um wish but they just sort of like either like she'll be like hey come over kiss me and then that's how like mm-hmm. the life force is transferred yeah. or like she'll just like touch uh another woman's arm and that's how the life force is or transferred. they suck the blood out like because they are vampires also yeah. in okay but witches. are they vampires or are they witches both uh... they're witch vampires yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, this movie sorry go ahead no i just i just i need to make a confession I yeah. didn't want to. I didn't want to say this because I didn't want to. I didn't want to make you guys like so mad that you would hurt me. But uh, this this was a snorer for me. <laughs> you fell wow. asleep. So I literally don't really know what, what happened in the second act. I remember the two the two guys with capes were like, and nothing was happening. And then the one guy started to fall in love with the woman who's coming back from the dead, the witch. Yeah. And I literally was like, I, I hate this. And then I, the consciousness just left me. Yeah. So it was confusing because they had two act, uh, two, two characters played by the same actor. Um, so the witch oh, yes. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this modern day lady who is destined to look like her because one day uh, she will, uh, her life force will be used to, for the witch to come back to life um and, and yeah there's like a there's like the a there's like a b, a b plot where yeah. homeboy falls in love with her um yeah. and it's just like we don't need this and they really have like really cheesy dramatic music that really yeah. takes it out of you takes yeah. you out of the genre the other thing we should mention is this is an italian film and instead of watching the original film with english subtitles we could only find dubbed versions um <laughs> So that also takes you out of the horror genre a lot because they're it's like so over the top. Dub. It really is so over the top that it almost feels like parody, like they're making fun of the yeah. movie, the voice. Yeah. Act. 
they even dub the like gasps yeah which is like okay can we not hear like can we not understand what an italian gasp would sound like yeah yeah the only scenes that like actually like were like a little bit like scary and tense were ones where like the music was really soft or just not playing yeah i wanted to actually bring this up something i really enjoy about these really old ass movies that i feel like hardly ever happens in these new ass movies is when you're having a, a tense moment where things are quiet, everything will be quiet. Like you won't hear their footsteps, you won't hear their breath or anything. Um, and it's like that total silence is kind of spooky. It's like when the AC turns off and you forget the AC is on and then it's like a new level of quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Spooky. Spooky, spooky. Um, like yeah, but the, the opening scene was really good and definitely was like, oh my God, maybe Ethan was right. Maybe this movie is good. Um, <laughs> but then... There's just like a whole lot of talking in a room and uh, no no there was a lot of talking outside it's true it's true there's a priest character with the worst <laughs> yeah. wig i've ever oh, seen it looked right, like yeah. country bears jamboree jamboree like he looked like a chronicles of narnia looking ass he looked like uh like moses and like your local <laughs> church's theater production he looked it like, was like a full, like around his head wig yeah. and beard. Yeah. Hippie so guru stupid. wannabe also a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. And they did no yeah. age makeup on him. <laughs> yeah. He was the fresh other, face. The other thing that was annoying about this movie was that the way to stop the witches slash vampires is to hold the cross to them. Oh yeah. And that's always just like so boring to me. Well, that's not the way to kill them. As, or it's like it, it does repel them, them. It repels them but yeah. the way to kill them is to fucking drive a stake through their eyeball yeah yeah that well that releases the spirit because she because right. the witch makes like right. slaves that can do her bidding did they do that yeah yeah oh, that was in that? like the middle it was but it was a two and already dead guy it wasn't really interesting oh oh maybe i didn't see that um yeah yeah i agree i was uh uh it's always annoying how the superstition is always uh christian themed but this was literally like call upon your lord jesus christ mm-hmm. uh and you will be saved from blah 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 it is Very italian overt. oh mama mia that's true yeah, yeah. That's true. um Things I did like about this movie, the cinematography was very good. There were a lot of like long panning shots or like long moving shots. Um, and I thought it was shot, it was just like filmed in an interesting way. Um, it, it was also like some elements of period piece. Um, like the sets and costumes were all right. It's true. The chiaroscuro, shadowy that, vibes. Oh. Cinematography really gave, felt very Italian. Very spooky, a la sure. late Renaissance painting, a la Da yes. Vinci. Yeah, it's true. Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of like standing in ruin and on cliffside amongst all yeah. these swooping clouds. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is, if we've seen this before, but I also noticed in this movie there were a lot of uh, really like quick zoom ins. Like it would like pan real quick to the door, zoom in as it closes. And I yeah. feel like we haven't seen that. Yeah, that's, it was interesting. True. They integrated a lot of like modern film techniques yeah. with like a very old setting. Yeah. So it sometimes felt like we were watching an old ass movie, but then they would do stuff like that or have these like horrific effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this definitely did feel like an old ass movie, like a movie from the 30s or 40s. Yeah, but then they had the fucking scene where her eyeballs are growing back into it's her true. head. And that, that cool. feels like very like 70s, 80s yeah, to it's me. True. Yeah. Like Hellraiser. It was very Hellraiser. It, it was a little bit Hellraiser, you know? It's like slow. And, and um, as Jun said, the same actress was used for the witch Abba and the modern day lady. Well, this is not modern day because it was in the 1800s, but the yeah. um, current princess Katya, right. whose name I only remember. they do scream it like 12 times yeah um the whole movie i was like thinking what's the other kaya i know but it just clicked yeah (laughs) jaden um but they it was the same actress yeah but ava the witch spent most of the movie with holes in her face 
right and laying down in and her laying coffin down in her coffin i did and like I, just, I did like that makeup the face makeup with like the decaying reverse decaying faces sort of gave me a little bit like exorcist vibes that's what i was gonna say yeah very yeah. exorcist yeah um she was very well cast too yeah. in both roles yeah definitely she wasn't afraid to go big mm-hmm. yeah and she had Elvira a viral looking ass i was yeah. just gonna say that she had like a wispiness behind her eyes that was very enchanting yeah um the rest of the actors i don't know couldn't one of them look like a frog yeah (laughs) i feel like all all the rest of the actors were men oh my the names in this movie were weird and they weren't italian necessarily um they were weird they were like russian yeah yeah. there was the guy who who ran away or died his name was like almost like a nursery rhyme sounding ass or like a tongue twister yeah, so it was Asya Asa Vadya slash Katya Vadya, the witch, Andre Gorobek, who's the love interest, Koma Krujavan is the other professor, Igor Jovich no. is her man friend. It's just a very not Italian names, and I wonder if it's supposed to take place in like a Mm, uh, Transylvania. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe. The Isle of the Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's supposed to take place in the Isle of the Dead. Moldova, Moldavia. Moldives? Is a historical region in Central and Eastern Europe. Okay, that checks out. Mm. Scariest spook? <laughs> the bat. Yeah, definitely the oh bat hammering. The uh, worst part the about her face. The, the bat jump scare moment. There's a part in the beginning where uh, Toad Face is going around the crypt and a bat comes out of nowhere and he starts swinging his cane at the bat. Ah, oh, get out of my face. But this is the way he reacts to it. He's like, <laughs> like, it's so, it's so stupid. And then he fucking beats it with a hammer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then they go out and Elvira's like, and what the fuck with it. all that? And he was like, sorry, I, gotta, I had to kill a bat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also sick and fucking tired of romantical sweeping music being played in my goddamn horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was Bella Lugosi. I thought that was just what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Jade and I almost bought a, it wasn't even a record. It was a record, but it wasn't like music. It was like Bella Lugosi talking about suspense. We really should have gotten it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think I think it was just like sort of like a spooky record you could play maybe on Halloween. That's but I think I think it was it was like him talking. It was him like giving assumed, a speech. I assumed it was like a story or something. Maybe I don't think so though. Mm, that's funny. It was only ten um, bucks. We should have gotten it. You should have. Uh, but that does remind me that one, I guess the one thing I did like about this movie is it had a lot of, even though it was really silly and not scary, it had a lot of tropes of like the beginning spooky narration. Yeah. There was like thunder and lightning frequently mm-hmm. uh, and like spooky music. At least there the was. The beginning was so good. The beginning was very good. If You know what? Literally look up this movie and watch the first three minutes, if that. And I then- think it's more like, Yeah. For like three to five minutes. It was good. But uh, ultimately a snorer for me. Yeah. Um, this is just a horror, I guess, but like not a good one. Yeah, it is horror. Horror. Yeah. You said yourself it's, it's it's the tropes. I guess, but wasn't it really boring? Yeah, but it can be a... I feel like there horror... Are, there are definitely boring horror movies. To me, it's not... Well, now that we're in season two, I think horror is not so much does this qualify as a movie? Uh, yeah. Or like, was I horrified in some way? Right. Versus versus was the movie boring? Okay. So new vernacular. Yeah. So now in season two, We've switched things up. You can put this at the beginning. Oh, we switched things up. New vernacular. (laughs) Horror now means good. Bored means bad. (laughs) Hell yeah. Horror good, snore bad, snore worse. Snore is you can only say if you actually fell asleep. It's true. Would you even recommend this movie to your grandma? No. 
Okay. Okay. No way, not my grandma. Not my grandma. Not my mom. Um. All right. Again, I am so sorry. You both can go twice after this, picking a movie. You. You're welcome. Right, and we're leaving 1960. Okay. I haven't Fair been enough. able to to say historical facts in too long. True. Let's see what happened on my birthday. Let's see what happened on today in 1960. WFSU TV channel 11 in Tallahassee, Florida, PBS begins broadcasting. Well, oh, yeah, baby. Cool. Wow, big day. I love PBS. You like Arthur? Yeah, I love Arthur. Same. You know, it's his last season. What? Yeah, and now he's in fourth grade finally. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So that means one year in Arthur land, mm-hmm. Elwood City, is equivalent to like 22 years. Yep. At our time. Wow. Our time. Uh, what, that's a living hell. <laughs> you're yeah. in th- I don't know. You're in third grade forever. Yeah. Sounds pretty great. <laughs> it's like a Greek myth of like <laughs> purgatory. <laughs> As I have mentioned my third grade. So my teacher left in like September. <sighs> and never came back. So we had substitutes for the rest of the year and they let us watch movies every day. Oh, nice. One substitute right. even let us have a pancake party. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Whoa. Where she let third graders cook pancakes on hot plants <laughs> in the classroom. Dangerous. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. It was awesome. That's where I saw Jumanji the first time. Oh. Wow. And a bunch of kids in our class couldn't watch it because they had nightmares about it. There are some parts of Jumanji that are kind of scary, actually, as a as a child. A yeah, child. the uh, like all the animals. Yeah, there's the definitely there are definitely some like jump some jump scares in that thing, in that thing. The fact <laughs> that they're literally like being hunted. <laughs> yeah, for the majority of the movie, yeah, for sure. Um, I've only seen Xanathar. Zathura. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've never seen Jumanji? I've only seen Xanathar. Xanathar's guide to everything is it is a book for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that better or worse than you just being stupid ass? Worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you've never seen Jumanji? Oh, it's it's great. Yeah, it's good. The, the um the remake. The remake scary, pretty solid scary. too, actually. No, it's too scary. Yeah, They're all those scary. animals, and there are mm-hmm. in that yeah. thing. So. Oh, Jumanji's good. I feel like you wouldn't like it though, Ethan. Yeah, I, I yeah like you it. hate you hate Joy. Robin yeah. Williams, he's great in it. He's oh, it makes me cry. So we saw Candyman for our second uh, <laughs> yeah video. Yeah. Our second video, yeah. Candyman is actually this YouTube video that we watched. <laughs> does this does it count as um, a mirror? Do you think? The Zoom? No. I don't think so. So it's fine if I say... It's it's fine, yeah. What? What if are I you say, talking about? He I wants say, to say... Oh. No, don't do it. All right. Oh, my God. I feel like you should do it. No, don't do it. I bet, I bet, I bet if you do it, nothing will happen to us. It'll just happen to the listeners. No, because in the movie... I'm gonna do Anyone it. Anyone who's around, no. Here I go. This isn't a mirror. No, but he's looking at himself. George Amy, George Amy, George Amy, George Amy, George Amy. Really good. Oh, really good. A train comes at you. Turn off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, we saw Candyman. We saw Candyman. We saw Candyman. Candyman. The 1992-1991 version is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, great movie. And when I heard that Jordan Peele was working on a remake, I was so excited. This was like back in 2019-2018. Yeah, this movie's been in the works for forever. For so long. And it's not Jordan Peele's Candyman. It's Naya DaCosta's Candyman, which I just want to make clear to all six of our listeners because... She is the first black woman director who debuted at number one on the box office, which is a huge deal. And a lot of people are saying Jordan Peele's because he was a producer and a co-writer, but DaCosta 
directed and wrote it. So mm-hmm. I want to have a little moment. Credit where credit is yeah. due. Yeah. yeah. And a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, yeah. This movie was so much fun. Definitely um, would recommend seeing the first one first because it does tie into the yeah. second one in some very fun ways. Um, it's you can still definitely watch the second one if you don't if you haven't seen it, but I think it just improves the experience. Um, we saw it in theaters. Yeah, we saw it in theaters. First movie back in the theaters for me. Yeah, after Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. What was so that was the last movie you guys saw in theaters before, mm-hmm. which was on February fourteenth. Yeah. Wow. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day? Wow. Yeah, that, that's when we did our um, our Factory. suburban Valentine's Day with Cheesecake Factory um, and Sonic. It was so lovely. Yeah. Last movie I saw, I walked out of The Last Jedi. <laughs> nice. That was, you, you were so wild. I was, then, the only reason I walked out of, out of so many movies back then was because I got the tickets for free. And if I wasn't right. enjoying the movie, I was absolutely going to like make a little scene. Obviously not like, not like say anything or be loud or anything, but like I would walk out and definitely like shake my head. <laughs> that's so silly and, and you would you would hope that like other people would look at you and be like i'm gonna so. walk out too i was alone so. <laughs> alone walking that's... out of the last jedi and he also walked out of uncut gems which is unforgivable yeah that's unforgivable man you watch uncut gems alone it's just not an enjoyable movie it's not watch- an enjoyable movie watching it watching it with anyone yeah it's, it's not an true. enjoyable movie it's true it's, so good. it's true it's a good movie it's a good movie I don't think I ever want to see it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would watch it again at some point. I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah, but anyways, Candyman. But anyway, Candyman. Um, Not to be confused with Candyland. Hashtag <laughs> free gloppy. Yes, hashtag free gloppy. Hashtag glop top. Hashtag slop glop. Hashtag King Glop reigns supreme. <laughs> and if listeners, you aren't familiar with Gloppy, I'd say go educate yourselves. Yeah, let me read his uh, his Gloppy wiki. Yeah, I'll put him on the Gloppy end. wiki. Gloppy, there is a Candyland wiki, Jaden. Yeah, so um, uh, Candyman sort of sounds like Candyland, and um, one of the characters in Candyland is <clears throat> uh, is, uh, is Gloppy. Official bio. Just before you get to the candy castle, you'll pass through the chocolate swamp where you just might meet Gloppy. Don't be afraid. Gloppy might look like a monster, but he's really a lovable glop of chocolatey goo. But Gloppy gets very lonely sitting in the swamp all by himself. Gloppy lonely. So give him a hug and you'll have a friend forever. What? you. He lives in Chocolate Mountain and enjoys Grandma Gooey's company. <laughs> oh my god. He enjoys Grandma's Gooey's? <laughs> Grandma Gooey. She's another character. You don't know Grandma Gooey? Grandma Coochie? Grandma, and then there's also Grandma Nut. <laughs> Grandma Nut? Yeah, there's Grandma Nut and Grandma Gooey. Ew! Gooey nut. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. And 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 look at Lord Licorice. Oh my god, oh. Lord Licorice, a freak. Ew. <laughs> this this these descriptions in that picture is scarier than anything we've seen in the old series. Scarier than the Black Sunday. The Black Sunday. It's just <laughs> it's just Black chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll put I'll put glop, glop on the uh, on the Insta hashtag. What that glop do? Oh my God, he's really scary too. Who's that? <laughs> Mr. Mint. Mr. Mint. Oh, I don't like him. And uh, finally, if you are watching this on YouTube, you finally get to see the studio dog. Chalupa. Chalupa. Ew, she's attacking us. Yay! She likes to climb on Jaden. Yeah, and lick my ears. Hi, Lupa. Yeah, but you know what else to say about Candyman? Um, it uh, takes place in modern day Cabrini Green. So there's some commentary about how the area around Cabrini oh. Green has been gentrified. Chicago. Um, that sort of ties into there's quite a lot uh, of the commentary. Ah. Um, yeah. Quite and, a bit of commentary. Yeah, the main character is like an artist and he hears about the Candyman uh, myth and decides to like learn about it and make art about it. Um, and it's just sort of 
about him discovering the legend and being yeah you know and the like (laughs) main legend of this movie is the are the events of the first movie so that's why we would recommend seeing the first one first so you like have the reference point um but i really liked the reveal that Candyman is like more than one person you know Mm -hmm. that there are many collective yeah yeah a product of yes police brutality yeah tracing tracing back to slavery yeah yeah all that stuff was very interesting and is what i also really enjoy about the first movie as well is this sort of like sociological philosophical take that is also in a horror movie it's something i feel Mm -hmm. like doesn't happen a whole lot and the original one i feel like that philosophical take is about like gang violence and poverty um because in the first one the the events that they're that happen are based on true events that did happen at Cabrini Green. Like there were murders of people attributed to the Candyman. I had a Uber driver once who used to live at Cabrini Green and we were talking. Um, he was telling me he was going to get a Candyman tattoo and he like knew the legend before the movie because he grew wow. up at Cabrini Green. And they oh, referred wow. to it as Candyman in real life? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then he um, made me watch a YouTube video um, and the whole time he was driving, he was turning around and holding his phone. <laughs> oh my so God. <laughs> so that was cool, dude. <laughs> Something else I really liked about this movie is uh, that they incorporated a local Chicago theater troupe. Shout out to Manual Cinemas. They, were, they do the, these shows where they have puppets, like these 2D puppets of paper that they put on overhead projectors and then project the stuff that they're the puppetry onto uh like a screen but you also can see them manipulating the puppets on the overhead projectors and they had a lot of different effects like that in this movie that i thought worked really well yeah really really digging it it was a kind of kind of kind of kind of gave me harry potter and the deathly hollow part one vibes that's what i was thinking but i that's one of my favorite parts of that whole yeah that's awesome that movie so i'm not mad about it yeah um but yeah, it was definitely like an, an interesting, uh, it's always fun when like uh, they switch it up like that and yeah. use yeah. like animation in a movie that isn't animated otherwise. For sure. I guess I guess that's technically animation, right? Yeah. Puppetry, yeah. yeah. It was in the movie, yeah. <clears throat> um, and yeah, I've seen a couple of their shows when they came to Boston, when I lived in near Boston. Uh, and literally the stuff that they do is incredible. The way that you actually become attached to these characters that are just like, crude cut out little figurines it's really beautiful mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. i think up. i may have seen them in columbia one time um because i saw i saw a show where it was basically this i don't know if it maybe another troop doing the same thing but um i really enjoyed it yeah yeah it was just really cool to see that yeah. the score was amazing they used a lot oh, yeah. of the, they used the original theme um and then like manipulated it and then use a lot more contemporary music as well um because i feel like the score of the original is very iconic as well Mm -hmm. yeah and the cinematography was interesting the first shot of the movie is like upside you're upside down and it's a chicago uh, like sweeping along the chicago river it's very cool yeah facing so loudly in my ear facing the skyscrapers that are that are going into the fog and but it's upside yeah. down that was so beautiful to me it was and so, yeah so good. i literally was getting emotional literally i was in the opening credits i was like and i yeah, think like living really in chicago you have a different maybe yeah. experience with the film um maybe but yeah really really yeah wonderful yeah definitely the the opening credits like immediately drew me in yeah yeah the other thing i really enjoyed was that uh no two murders in this movie were alike um like they were all pretty different in the way they were shot and like um like how they were carried out um and the body count's actually pretty high yeah Yeah. we counted i think 12 uh not including a bunch of cops who die right not including 
not including the wow time. that's a high body count and it doesn't feel like a slasher per se yeah. it still feels like like a spooky yeah vibe. yeah well in almost every killing it's multiple victims at once sure oh yeah there was um, that one with like the, all the all the school kids the children yeah yeah another movie that's not afraid to kill kids hell yeah baby yeah i kind kind of an issue with that i thought it was like fun in the context of the movie Mm -hmm. but like the other people who got murdered were like the really racist um like gallery owner and his girlfriend um and then the like art critic who is like explains gentrification (laughs) to the the like main black man and like cops and stuff and then it's just like a teenage girl a mean girl likes social media like it felt like a i didn't really yeah i don't think they deserve (laughs) to die yeah but i guess they were bullying yeah they were yeah they were young child but they were already like marked for death at that point you know what i mean so it felt more like a commentary on her like use of social media than um, the bullying which i was like "Eh, do we really need to like criminalize girls more no no, I agree. That scene felt out of place to me. I was like, they, they, I even texted you as it happened. And I was like, they totally deserve that. Yeah, it's de- definitely, uh, they're not likable characters, but it, it does feel weird that it's, it's like, it feels, it feels like it, that, that should be in a, like a, a slightly less serious movie. Yeah. The sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but also, and also, we like met those. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it felt like we met those characters two seconds ago. Yeah. Well, we met the main one. The main one was at the art gallery and just like took a picture of of it or something. And then she told her friends about it in another scene. Right. right, You kept pulling this out of my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I found the Um, commentary about artists, uh, like the starving artist, quote, quote, unquote, archetype, um, and how much that kind of person is involved in the gentrification process uh, to be very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, that was. I hadn't thought of before. God damn artist. What's the line from Rent? Um, Got a dollar? Yeah, I thought not. Yeah. Something like that. I don't need your stinking help. You to make a name for no. easy sugar. No. He's just trying to just, just trying to mean to cure his guilt. It's not that kind of movie, honey. Let's go. This town is full of motherfucking artists. You guys need to stop this. Hey, artist, you got a dollar? Yeah, I thought, thought so. I was trying to remember that for the longest time, and then it all just came back to me. That's that's beautiful, Ethan. I'm so Thank glad. You. Thank you. You're trying to remember those lines from Rent? <laughs> when we were playing our game? <laughs> I actually was. I don't remember why I was trying to remember those lines. Wasn't that your character, Margo? No, my character was, how about a fur in perfect shape? shape. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I don't know. It was was just like a a take, a, a sort of commentary that I've never seen combined with a horror movie. I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, there's some really grody body horror. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Very it's Cronenberg-esque. Yeah. Cronenbergian. I feel like every every killing moment has like a moment to it that is memorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way, which is cool. Almost yeah. Final Destination. Mm. But I don't know if I'm tying it to that because Tony Todd... I don't know who who, Tony Tony Todd plays Candyman. Oh, and then he's also he's, he's also, also death. Death. And uh, yeah. right. Um. So and Tony Todd's only in the last that like last shot of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Todd, the original Candyman, is only in the last shot of the movie, which I think is a, it's a good use of his visage. Mm, but yes. it does they CGI the bees in this one instead of using real bees, which is the yeah biggest sorry yeah yeah um what about any other critiques um good length oh yeah solid length yeah um 
I liked that in, so in the original, um, Helen is directly blamed for most of the murders and she like wakes up with a knife in her hand and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And in this one, I like that the, he, the blame isn't immediate, isn't immediately cast on him. He kind of like, as he falls deeper into the like Candyman mythos, mm-hmm. he becomes more close in proximity to the crimes that are happening. And big major spoiler, we learn that he's the baby from the first movie. So if you recall from the first movie, um, the the movie ends with a big bonfire in which Candyman steals uh, a baby from one of the Cabrini Green residents. And Helen goes into the bonfire and gets the baby and gives it back to the mother. Turns out the main character in this movie, Andre? Anthony. Um, Anthony is the baby from the first movie, which is a really great tie-in. And um, once his like death cycle, once he dies, the Candyman cycle can go on with like the killings because there hasn't been killings since Helen's time in like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that too. I I don't I don't have anything else to say about this movie. Go watch it. It's yeah, it's really fun. good. It's a good time. Um, I I I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid ass. I I am stupid ass, but more specifically, I might also be being stupid ass in this moment. I don't. I wish the Candyman as an icon, as a person, as a monster, as a ghost, as a as a figment of our collective unconscious. I wish that the representation of him was either just a dude with a hook hand or just a dude with razor blades in the candy or just a dude that shoots bees out of his mouth. Like, I don't understand why all of those things have to come together and what exactly that says as a totality because they're all different people and it's also um the original Candyman was really interested in the idea of like urban legends and those are all like urban legends that yes yeah have a source of truth but have been yeah so like over time all of the things that these various incantations the Candyman did accumulated into one legend um yeah makes sense yeah that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. Very nice. The Candyman Collective. I do wish that Candyman had a little more respect on these streets. <laughs> I feel like it's I, the res- I feel like the respect is growing. It's a bad rap. Sorry. Well, I feel like I feel like it just isn't often uh, named when you think of like the. Oh, you mean on movies. the streets of, of horror movie fandom? Yes. Yeah. I thought you, meant, you like. In the in his universe, people tell oh. Yeah, people do be saying his name. Like, yeah. why? You uh-huh. know it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's times true, you have so like you have so many opportunities to not. Yeah, it's not even three times. Three times you could maybe do by accident, even. <laughs> yeah, by just mere coincidence. <laughs> but five times? That's intentional. <laughs> you decided to say that. Sorry, I'm leaning on you so much, but it's because Chalupa's leaning on me. Yeah, no, Chalupa's really put herself in quite the position. She's behind us right now. Yeah, she's laying on the back of the. It's the only way she can she can uh, express herself. <laughs> she really is such a weirdo. We watched Lilo and Stitch, and oh, yeah? Chalupa's such a Stitch. Oh my god, oh, it's really. Uncanny. I like was crying so hard watching that movie because I kept thinking about Chalupa, and I had to pick her up and cradle her because I was getting so sad. <laughs> It's such a good movie. Wow. That movie is sad, though. Yeah, it's so sad. I'm Especially when you think that Chalupa is Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so is sad. Is this no. no. He's just like, he's, he's just so like lonely. So he doesn't have a family. Isn't the whole thing that he has a really close relationship with this little girl? Yeah, but like, not really. It's the first relationship he's ever had. And yeah. like, he like tries to be good, but he's sorry. not. It's like his, his nature is to destroy. Yeah, he was literally built in a lab to kill. Yeah. You are right. And you are right. <laughs> and he runs away. Yeah. He's all so in the sad. rain and then he gets hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah. So sad. All yeah. of which happened to Chalupa. Because uh, Chalupa's from the streets, you know? Mm-hmm. The streets oh, yeah. of Alabama. Wow. Alabama? 
Yeah. Did you not know that? That's where she's from. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Good work. She strike as a southern dog. Well, howdy. Exactly. You don't say howdy in Alabama. That's Texas. What do you say? Well, Alabama. Ala- welcome to Alabama. Alabama. Wow. Wow. Hello there. Welcome to Alabama. That's more like Savannah. Savannah That's more yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah, uh, God. Roll Tide. Who's Who's that over there? <laughs> that That's Chalupa? like North Carolina. Who is that over there? It's like Appalachian, like lost. Man in the Hills. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing a Southern accent anymore. I'm doing uh, Alien. Alabama. Alabama is like grittier, like Ricky Bobby. What are these names? Ballad of Ricky Bobby. You know that movie, Jaden? Bobby. Talladega Nights. I do know that. I do know that. And you're sassy. Hi, sassy. Hello. Where's she from? She's from Alabama. Uh, I don't know. Literally, literally copycat. 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 She looks. Oh, nice. We got a meow on camera. He throws her down the ground because she's prepared to attack. <laughs> Claws out. Claws out. Um, um all right. Listen, I, I had a fun time watching these movies while I'm one of them. Uh, and I'm sorry I won't ever pick a movie ever again. Thank you. Thank I you. I love you guys so much. You're important to me. And, and we're I'm, not watching The Innocence next week. Okay. Yeah, because that was on Martin Scorsese's list. Okay. Of well, scariest horror so movies. we're watching Reptilica. Reptilica. Reptar from the Rugrats? Reptilica. Yes. No, that sounds watch, um, wonderful and scary. Um, I sent a few. Horrifier, I think, was one of them or something. Terrifier. Homicidal. Homicidal. Macabre. Homicidal. You. Hey, you got some homicidal people. <laughs> we have to end this podcast. Ooh, I would watch The Pit and Pendulum starring Vincent Price. Ooh, back to Safe Daddy. Daddy. Safe Daddy. Safe Daddy, I want to give you a hug. Tell me everything's okay. I'll give you an okay movie. <laughs> the other options were um, Reptilicus and Homicide. Reptilicus. Reptilicus. Let's watch Reptilicus Homicide. This is cute. I want to pick, pick the movie. Next you time. already picked. Boo! <laughs> It looks like Reptilicus ate ass. No, the podcast is over. Ah! It looks like Reptilicus. The podcast is actually over right now. Ah!